Welcome to the podcast, the special event studio, COVID Conversations. My name is Scott North. I am the sales manager for TO Live. TO Live manages the three City of Toronto theatres, Meridian Hall in the St. Lawrence Centre downtown and Meridian Arts Centre uptown. My responsibility is to get private, non-ticketed special events into all three venues. We were about to launch the special event studio podcast when COVID-19 hit. Because we are now living in a different world, we want to get some perspective from my colleagues in the event industry and how they are managing. Welcome to the podcast, the special event studio, COVID Conversations. Will is uh, the TO Live social media specialist who works specifically on private events, corporate events with me. Uh, and Will is the producer of this podcast. So he's the guy that makes sure that all the uh, tech stuff is running soundly. Uh, Will, what, what do you got to say today? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm the, the fly on the wall for the podcast. So I'll, I'll be here, uh, as Scott mentioned, making sure nothing, uh, nothing is going wrong. Um, a brief about me. I, I'm, I'm the uh, social media specialist at TL Live. So my regular day-to-day before uh, COVID-19 was uh, to manage all the social media marketing for private events in our building and, uh, and uh, generally assist Scott in whatever he needs uh, in the private events uh, sales department. So um, I'm happy to do that. And Will is a great partner in this as well as our everyday activities, which obviously have changed somewhat since we've entered into this quarantine time. Bruce Berga is the executive chef for TO Live. Bruce Berga, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me on. You know, it's always uh, it's always good to have kind of a an insider on Bruce and and uh, I, Bruce and I work together at TO Live. Uh, Bruce takes care of all the food and beverage, runs that whole shop uh, for all three of the venues. So, Bruce. You know, before we jump into, you know, we're talking about COVID-19 and the crisis that we're in the middle of. But before we jump into that, can you tell us a little bit about what you had going on before COVID-19? Yeah, for sure. Um, It's unfortunately, um, it came at a a difficult time uh, for us. We we actually had a lot of really great events planned. I mean, it's it's, uh, devastated uh, our whole industry, uh, amongst others, but, um, yeah, we had some pretty exciting things coming on. I think the first and foremost, most exciting one I would say is, um, the Canadian screen awards, which we were uh, going to be, I was going to be, uh, participating in for the fifth time. Um, uh, we've hosted it for a number of years and, um, it's, it's always a really exciting, fantastic event. Um, so that was, that was one of the big ones, but we had some other great ones. We had, um, uh, Google was coming. We had um, a number of convocations, different graduation ceremonies, um, smaller corporate events. We've um, unfortunately we've missed out on uh, all of our catering for uh, live shows for the the bands and performers, dance dance acts that we were having uh, that were going to be coming. So um, yeah, we we had a lot of things on our plate at, at a very exciting time of year. Um, so. Uh, many of those uh, are canceled. Some are rescheduled, um, you know, pending this current situation with COVID-19. But we'll see what happens. Um, uh, you know, hopefully we'll be back to business um, in the near future. 
Absolutely. Now, just so so you mentioned something like Canadian Screen Awards. Um, Canadian Screen Awards is going to happen at the end of March. So we all got word March 16th that we were, as of that time, working from home. But Bruce, something something of that that status, that big, um, that's 1,700 people that come in for the awards. And then there's like, what do you have to do? Like, were you doing anything on March 16th for that show that's happening March 30th, I think it was? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that um, that one single event um, is our main focus for, I would say, two months, um, if not more. Um, you know, not just the, the food prep, but the planning, the, the menus, the tastings. Um, you know, just working with the client to find out if they, you know, what the theme is or what like would be or, you know, the direction that we want to go. And, and we start working on that and then we uh, we take it from there. And then once the um, the, you know, menu is decided with the client and we've confirmed the tasting and they they like that direction, um, you know, then we start on some of the, the food preparation as much as weeks before, um, you know, uh, not anything perishable but you know even garnishes and you know it's it's an elaborate menu um it's 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 very time consuming uh it's work that we love but you know we have to start well in advance so you know this happened to be just about two weeks before the the event and uh we were well on our way um with production um and and planning for the for this event and and so you you have a team of staff that assists you from you know, and, and all that lead up prep and, and day of and, and day at, days after, am I safe to assume that that team of staff is, they're, they're furloughed or they're not working right now? Yeah, they, unfortunately, they are, uh, they're not working right now. Um, they're eager to get back at it. I do keep in touch with them. Um, you know, I, I call them usually at least once a week. Uh, individually um, just to check in we're a tight team there's only about four or five of us that are there on a regular basis um, but for an event like the screen awards um, you know we would probably have anywhere between 25 and 30 cooks on the night of the event um, but the bulk of the work is done um, leading up to it by I would say five core staff um, and and they're they're eager to get back I, I feel um, terribly for them because, uh, you know, not only from a financial standpoint, but these are people who really love being part of these events. They love working uh, for TO Live. They love working at Meridian Hall. Um, they're really talented and have years of experience and could work probably anywhere. Um, so I know this was devastating to them for multiple reasons. Uh, they they were all looking forward to it. Um, and uh, we'll look forward to, I guess, next year. Let's hopefully we'll be back on track. Let's let's hope for sure. Now, I mean, still with Canadian Screen Awards. Canadian Screen Awards is is Canada's version of the Oscars. So, uh, a very you know one of the most prestigious events of the year in in the city of Toronto. You're feeding seventeen hundred people, uh, high end actors and and sponsors and you know the black tie what kind of pressure comes with that kind of event for for an executive chef oh it, it's a lot of pressure i mean um all i, th I think all large events have pressure um uh, 
that one i think as the, um, time goes on and you you understand what's required for an event like that it, it gets a little easier it's never easy um there is a lot of pressure i think um this is a saying you've probably heard me say it before um making the food is the easy part i mean as a chef that's what we we do we love the food it's the logistics and the night of the event um it's exciting, but it's pressure filled. Um, things like not being able to um, walk down a certain corridor or not with with um, trays or racks of food um, because there's a red carpet or there's you know um, a TV shoot or you know there's there's um, different live events or VIP section. Those are the some the pressure filled moments that uh, working around those logistics and making sure the food is still top quality is is probably the most uh, challenging and sometimes stressful part. Um, but uh, w- one thing is that on an event like that, leading up to it, it's I find it's usually the days, one or two days before that are the most pressure filled because the day, um, the day of the event, um, <laughs> which analogy we make is the ship is, leaving the harbor. Um, everything has to be done and planned well in advance. It, it's sort of uh, that ship sails itself at that point. You just sort of help guide it. You need to be well prepared and everything has to be planned out perfectly. Um, uh, otherwise, it's it's almost too late to run a successful event. And I think that's one thing um, that we take pride in is being organized and um, thinking through all possible scenarios as far as the logistics of, of getting the food to the guests um, in multiple parts of a large building um, uh, and doing it. Uh, sometimes you can't just walk A to B because you have to find other creative ways to to do that. So um, yeah, it's a lot of pressure, but it's a lot of um, excitement. Um, and it's a lot of fun at the end of the day when it's all done. It's incredibly, incredibly rewarding. You feel like you uh, won a championship or something. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I've seen that, Bruce, and although I am certainly biased, I, I commend you on the job that you do, and heck, don't take it from, from me. You can certainly reach out to those people from the folks like CS or Canadian Screen Awards, uh, CTV Upfront, uh, all these different events that you do. You, you knock it out of the park all the time, so congrats yeah, on thanks. that. Thank you. <laughs> and, and now that's it's it's a shame that all of these, you know, from these big awards-type shows to you know charitable events all, all these all these events are done now and that's that's kind of surreal to me now with with your team they you know they're furloughed for the time being now now how about you you you're working what kind of you know how, how does a chef how, what kind of things are you doing right now um, a number of things. I mean, we've um, it started out a couple of weeks ago, rewriting our corporate menu, coming up with some new ideas, um, you know, uh, s- streamlining menus. Um, and then we moved into sort of post-COVID-19 uh, menus, which is, um, you know, looking forward into the future. How, how are we going to serve food um, and, and like styles of service and even the food that will be um, uh, uh, servable, you know, um, that will be that we can serve in in a safe way. Um, I'm also doing some uh, side project with some food safety training modules, um, a software program to help train chefs on uh, 
food management. Um, you know, so things are, while I'm not in the kitchen right now, where I'm keeping busy with um, other projects. Um, I think the main focus right now, though, is um, looking forward to uh, reopening, how, how that's going to look and how we're going to serve clients and have them trust the food that we're going to serve them when, when things do return to so- somewhat to normal. And I, I mean, food and beverage, I'm sure that that sector may even take longer because of the, the nature of it and, and the possibility of, you know, the, uh, the virus being transmitted through consuming food and beverage. Uh, I, I can't imagine all the, the endless possibilities that you have to think about right now, but which kind of goes into the, the next, the, the next question about all this, Bruce is how do you foresee us coming back when, when we're on the other side of this? <clears throat> it's a good question. Um, I, I think n- no one really knows the answer. I think some of the simple, um, aspects I've thought of is, you know, everyone still needs to eat, but not everyone still needs to eat, uh, in a large group. Um, so how we're going to, um, serve food to people who are willing to come back and, and be part of events. Um, I don't think this is forever, but it will change, uh, how we, how we serve food, uh, food safety in general. Um, uh, I don't know what it's going to look like. My, my plan, my take on it is, um, we're going to start out with small groups. Um, who still need to meet, uh, who will want to meet in person, um, practice social distancing. Uh, our food service um, will uh, comprise of more boxed food, packaged food. Um, unfortunately, uh, where we would have rented cutlery before, metal cutlery, I think that is on its way out. We're going to focus now on you know, biodegradable packaged disposable products um, and 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 use that until we find some normalcy again but uh, the food will mostly stay the same unfortunately uh, we've served buffets uh, for corporate events for years uh, let people grazing stations things like that that let people you know walk up and choose what they wanted to eat um, now we're still going to have selection but it's going to be defined by what's in a box um, or a or a sealed package for, for customer safety. Um, that's how I envision it. And, and, um, you know, we're right now developing protocols on how to, uh, win our guests and clients trust by, you know, um, the, the practices that we are following in the kitchen, as far as temperature and, you know, sanitizing and, you know, hand washing and, um, mask wearing, you know, um, we're, we're going to do everything we can to um, maintain uh, sort of safe practices um, for health and safety of our guests and, and even and our staff, of course, too. Um, and hopefully people will start to uh, want to come back and, and meet in groups and understand that we can still do it if we practice distancing and, you know, we're not going to have buffets and, uh, and, and that sort of thing. Those um, days of past hors d'oeuvres and things are are over for a little while um i don't think it's over for good it's just as the um, 
a time that we're, we're going to do things differently and maybe learn something in the process. But that's how I envision it is still great food, uh, still lots of options for clients, um, but just maybe in a boxed lunch type setting, but we're going to offer hot and cold food and we can still offer hors d'oeuvres, but uh, you know, it'll be in a little box. Um, it might be, uh, you know, an exciting way for people to get back to a little bit of normalcy. Uh, it might not look the way it did before, but they can still eat well and, and uh, you know, uh, still come to events at some point, but you know, we just have to figure out what, um, our clients want. As you know, we have many corporate uh, corporate clients who you know have done big functions in the past. They're still going to need to meet, but it just might be in smaller groups. And I'm sure we can cater to them. That absolutely, um, it, it is something that I know that you think of every day, and as as do I, because I I have I do have trouble envisioning. So you say like the past hors d'oeuvre. So a cocktail reception as we know it is, is no longer not for the time being will, will not happen. Um, but you know, they talk, they talk, let's say we have a group of 50 people. Um, you know, certainly in our main lobby, there's lots of space for those 50 people to maintain social distancing. But so you could envision, you know, people taking turns coming up to a, a, uh, a serving station and and selecting a, a box that has some more d'oeuvres in it is that is that what you would think? Well, I would even consider um, you know uh, some some sort of a setup where yeah or multiple stations where people could go and and take from a, a small box item. I don't know if that's what clients will want. They may just want to pursue different types of, of food service, more practical for the time being. But uh, I'm I'm trying to imagine how we can facilitate a little bit of what was normal a couple of months ago uh, and, and offer some of the same creative food, um, but maybe in a packaged way. Um, it, really, the clients will dictate um, you know, what they're looking for, and, and we're going to make it happen. Um, the, 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 the past hors d'oeuvres um, is, is a ways off for sure. But I think in the meantime, like what I'm focusing on is when we do have events, we can put people a little bit further apart. We can practice that uh, physical distancing because uh, it is a large building. And, you know, um, to have, let's just say, 100 people and keep people far apart wouldn't be impossible. Um, you know, the, the 1,700 person Canadian Screen Awards, that would be uh, not a, a great uh, idea at this point. But smaller events, I think, can return to normal, uh, you know, w when public health and, you know, the you know, society feels it's ready to, to return to that. But we can definitely uh, offer, um, you know, food service for them in a safe way that doesn't make them feel like they're at risk or that they're, there's going to be co contamination from um you know or or sort of you know taking a health risk by by eating in a in a, an event space like that sure well and i i, I know that you are uh looking at that all of that in information diligently bruce and i'm sure that you'll come up with the messaging messaging that we can pass on to the incoming clients that will make them feel safe for consuming food and beverage in our venues but uh, 
Bruce, uh, I, I want to thank you for taking the time. I want to send out all my best regards to you and your family to stay uh, safe and healthy. Uh, and uh, until the next time that we see each other at work, all the best to you. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Thanks for having me on and uh, letting me uh, speak. Um, I look forward to a time when we can get back to, to business, even if it's not business as usual. Let's Let's get back and hopefully we can have a little normalcy again, eat some good food. Absolutely. Thanks, Bruce. All right. Have a great day. While our doors are closed for the moment, we certainly still are working into the future. If you need anything, don't hesitate to shoot me an email at scott.north at tolive.com. That's S-C-O-T-T dot N-O-R-T-H at T-O-L-I-V-E dot com. Thank you very much for listening.